Hey there, world changers. Thanks for taking the time to listen in to me talk straight from the heart as I do every week and share it with you. And today I wanted to talk about finding your own personal style and your own kind of aesthetic calling. It came up for me because I was just looking through my photos on my on my iPhone. You know how they come up and say, hey, look, here's you like five or seven years ago. And I looked at some photos of just how differently I dressed and how different my overall style was back then. And I look around my bedroom now and it's just got so much art and so much color. And I have this amazing wallpaper and just my own clothes, my own kind of like graphical style, the kind of work that I do, the way I design stuff. In the last five years, it's all really come together in this kind of aesthetic signature that I haven't always had. And even people who seen my work out there, like they almost they know it's mine before they've even known it was me. They can they can look at some design work I've done and they're like, oh that's a that's a Katie Patrick design. You can tell by the colour and the kind of style I do. And I was like, wow, like I've almost I didn't really plan on getting a, a kind of a, a, an aesthetic signature, but it, it just kind of happened by itself. I mean, I really love it. I'm so happy to have found this style that feels so authentic and real that I really visually love. And I feel it's like the, the kind of truest expression of who, of, of who I am. And I was just pondering on this, on this process and, and how I got here. And there's one particular way of thinking that I think is absolute gold and not everybody does it. It took me a while to to figure it out. I think I talk about this in my book as well. And when I hear really great creative people interviewed on podcasts, they bring up the same thing. And this is just gold. I think it is absolutely core to getting in touch with your own creative essence, your own signature, really getting that unique fingerprint that is you out there in a way that you feel is creatively and, and visually authentic. Or maybe it's musically or, you know, whatever kind of work that you do. And that is you always ask the question is, do you like it? I mean, it sounds really simple and really dumb, but we are so caught up in, I mean, people get so caught up in, does everybody else like it? I mean, that is the normal question. It's even a question in like design thinking and human-centered design. Make an app, like, you know, show it to people. It's like, do you like it? Do you like it? Do you like it? Do you like it? And not that we shouldn't do that process. You've got to kind of figure out a balance and how to be doing kind of both simultaneously. But you're always asking, you know, will everybody like me if I do it this way? Will people like me if I do it that way? And when it comes to your like raw creative power, you've just got to like fuck that. You've just got to like slay it down, kill it. Don't let other people's opinions or aesthetic quality just like get in the way of you expressing who you really are. And I think it was probably about seven years ago when I was I was sitting in a a car with with a friend of mine. And he said something that it was like something that Steve Jobs said once and he couldn't quite find the words, but it was, and I actually found the proper quote and I put it in my, in my book, but the, but the essence of it was don't stop looking for other people's advice or opinions or recognition. Just do what you think is awesome. And if you think it's awesome, other people will think it's awesome too. And I started doing that. And then I started doing more investment into my own kind of overall brand, treating my own kind of name and my own book and my own course kind of as if it was like a product or a brand and you go through the whole like brand thing and you know I'm not asking like what will government officials in climate change like I'm not asking that you know I'm asking well what do I like like what do I think is awesome I like rainbows and I like pop culture and I love design and I like fonts and I like bright colors 
and I like things that are sci-fi and I also like things that are kind of like 60s and 70s and I like geometric shapes and really and really bold contrasting colors I love child-centric design anything that's built for toddlers as long as it's in pastel if it's toddler and pastel I'll usually like it and I like some things that have some kind of like a Tokyo influence a bit of Blade Runner a bit of green wall a bit of neon And I'm not following anybody else's compass. It is just me asking myself, what do I think is awesome? What rocks my world? And by ruthlessly committing to that question and asking that, it doesn't happen all at once, but you can then start to iterate your own personal style that feels really real for you. And it's a very different way, I think, to live than to be always asking, does everybody else like me? Does everyone else accept me? Are they into it? Which is a real follower type of mentality. And if you're always trying to follow the group, if you're always trying to get accepted by the group, you're just going to become an echo chamber where everybody's just following everybody else and everybody's imitating everybody else and then everybody's the same. And when it comes to sustainability, it is a lot like that. I mean, visually and creatively, everything's like green and brown and safe and family friendly, and it all kind of looks nice. And there's maybe a picture of like a sun or a forest. And you're just like, fuck, like, can't we do a little bit better than this? You know, we have this enormous like film industry, this big game industry, novels, movies, there are so much money and so much creative skill in, in the world. Can we just have like a little bit coming over our way to the, the planet, the most important thing of all? We don't need to be creatively copying each other all the time. You need to get in touch with that that inner self, those inner feelers that can look at something and say, that's awesome, rocks my world, I'm going to do it, and have confidence with that. And it's really profound when people really do develop these these really iconic personal styles that I really look up to, like Dita Von Teese. She just has this iconic style that is just so her. Like you can't imagine ever taking her unique style with the corsets and that kind of high glamour, almost rockabilly kind of look that she has. You can't imagine extracting that, the two things not being there together because it's so core from who she is. Another one is Lana Del Rey with this kind of sad core, Americana, whimsical, beautiful, but also kind of like dark and fucked up. I mean, you can't imagine ever separating those two things. It's such a a core essence of who she is. Madonna also does it in her own way, even though she changes a lot. When you think of her one iconic look, which is the corsets with the fishnet stockings, with the blonde hair and the the eyeliner and and the rosary beads with the cross, that's really her iconic style that goes through the ages when you really think about, you know, who Madonna is. And these styles, these visual styles are just so resonant and so captivating when people can get it right and although those examples I gave are these big pop star iconic women I think each of us has a version of that inside us doesn't necessarily need to be super sexy I mean all those three women are very sexy but it's it's just a core kind of essence it's a way of being of going by your own compass do I think it's awesome what do I like and they're like, fuck what everybody else thinks and what they like. If you want to do something that's like completely different, just do it. Just just be it. 
who cares if you go to a bird watching seminar and like everybody is wearing brown and green so you know the birds don't see them and they're all really really lovely people and they wear Birkenstocks which is I think if I went to a bird watching seminar that is how I think people would be like nobody's got your makeup or colored hair or anything and you know you feel like you want to wear like you know bright yellow with like little origami birds all over you and when you have a business card it's going to be like a piece of a bird origami that is a business card but it's also origami and it also has seeds in it so you can like plant it you know like do something really fun like that when you want to do like an art project or just something like completely different like just just let it flow and that's the 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 essence of the difference between being a leader and a follower when it comes to the creative world i was watching the master class with anna winter talking about vogue and she was talking about how to visually when it comes to fashion how to lead and not to follow this is a striking black and white difference Do you look to everybody else and look to be accepted or do you organically on your own come up with something really bold and really visual it's completely different and then other people will follow you the second way that is the way to truly be a leader truly create a movement and get people that will follow you or follow your style or your work or whatever it is you do instead of you following them it's asking that that deep question do i think it's awesome do i love it it's the only question that matters And that's the end. I'm going to sign off now. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you again next week.